0: All right, clap sync. Three, two, one.
1: Oh, fuck. One, this is not a house. This is a housekeeping thing. But I was just going to say that we can talk about this maybe after or maybe we could now. Uh, but, oh, hey, audience, we're probably giving this episode to you not on Wednesday like you would expect, but slightly later because this game is long and we're playing it. But we might have to do that also next week? Question mark. We'll figure that out. Um, but like. Sweet. You know what I'm saying? Because it, if it's equal length, I feel like we'd, anyways, mm-hmm. right? Yeah,
0: yeah, makes sense. So if you missed us on Wednesday, we're back, and we'll That's probably right. be back at the same time next week. So mm-hmm. stay tuned. Ka-chow.
1: <laughs> okay, guys, do you think? Okay, I so like for instance, in that moment right there, I wanted to say same bad time, same bad place, which is a reference to a TV show far before my years that I've only barely ever seen. And I, in the, you know, back in the day, I would say that and people would be like, oh, that's kind of funny. Like my parents might've shown me that. And now it's just like, you've shown your age on the internet and you are to be disrespected. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> you are- just start
0: calling you a boomer now?
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's that's what yeah. I'm saying. I, I talked to someone the other day um and I have a lovely conversation with this guy who, anyways, one well, of the story was, but it was like, I was talking to him and I was like, yeah, you seem, like, interesting. Like, you got really cool perspectives, but they're not, like, totally fully formed. Like, this is interesting. And then I was like, how old are you? And they were, like, 18. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> of course. <laughs> that makes sense to me. Um <laughs> So if you're out there and you're 18 and I've offended you, please write in and say boomer over and over again. Th- thumer and, and other coomer. C- I don't even know what these words mean. If I'm saying horrible things, I'm sorry. I've just seen this stuff in Twitch chat. I should not repeat Twitch chat on a podcast. What, what, was doing?
0: what are you doing? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what I'm doing is I am introducing the messenger, which is the <laughs> game <laughs> we're playing this week. And it Excellent
0: is. Excellent
1: segue. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, what the audience will never know is we just. James just told us the fucking flamesest story ever. So, like, we went from, like, <laughs> low energy to, like, just barely on the edge of our seats now. Like, well, fuck Because, dude, it was like. Like, first we were talking about scheduling and all this dumbass shit. And I was like, I just tanked the whole podcast by trying to figure out when we're going to do our fucking next game board. of the fuck? And then James saves the day. So, okay. Um, this I is. And James. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, this is a game <clears throat> that. Raphael's had on this list for so 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 long and I feel like he put in the hard yards on this podcast and so we threw him a bone and so Raphael what would you describe this game as if if someone's never heard of it and I, I bet you there's a bunch of people who have maybe heard of it but definitely not played it you know what I mean it's one of those niche games I feel like
2: yeah so I mean I think it's it's definitely a game that people sort of see and didn't really know what to make of it um and kind of missed it as a result of that um but the messenger it's i mean it's an action platformer uh that actually blooms out into a metroidvania so what that means is like it's all about sort of jumping around between platforms uh fighting enemies in 2d um and the metroidvania part means like you'll sort of go around to different areas and unlock new ways to get around and kind of open up different parts of that map
1: in this iterative way okay wait so just really quickly on the metroidvania that's just like become this like standard phrase but it comes from the combination of metroid Metroid and and castlevania Castlevania. okay yeah which okay talk about boomer right those (laughs) Um, (laughs) but like yeah
2: it's like you know you unlock the grappling there, or some shit it's and... it's an old origin kind of like rogue roguelike so but like mm. it those are still terms that people use today people use roguelike often without really thinking about the origin being the game rogue
1: right yeah so i think people use metroidvania the same way and and it is, is, would i be fair to say that metroidvania is like categorized to some degree by like retraversing through stuff that you've already been through but now you can Glide, or now you can grapple, or now you can like that sort of thing. Yeah,
2: yeah. So one of the like really key things about the genre is that like these new abilities that you unlock like let you traverse the same area in a new and interesting way. Okay, and, and like often there's like um, grappling specifically hooks or
3: double jumps things I like think, that. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. The map is all connected, like it's not level based at all. um it's like in terms of like the first level would be just like the first area that you go through but it's connected to all these different uh areas in one big map yeah um so
2: i think actually for the first week we were going to try to focus more on the first part of the game which is more level based and linear um yeah and then next week we'll talk about
1: the metroidvania portion i see so that's what's to come um oh by the way spoilers uh we're gonna talk about spoilers in this game we talk about spoilers every game if you're new here um but yeah that's right wait james is it fair to say that ori is a metroidvania is that an affair yeah app- absolutely yeah oh, ori cool. is
3: a metroidvania uh huh. dark souls is a metroidvania ah, um cool. i made that up i've never played dark souls <laughs> it, it is,
0: it is. Yeah, I mean, it it definitely is. <laughs> uh, cool.
2: Like Hollow Knight. Um, yeah.
3: Yeah. Hmm. Metroid, awesome. um, sure. Metroid Prime, you know, all these games. Yeah.
1: So, James, I'm curious, like, you are the other resident platformer here. Have you heard of, the, had you heard of The Messenger before or anything like that?
3: I had not heard of The Messenger before. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Yeah
2: like yes yeah, so go ahead. No, go ahead. I actually like didn't hear about it until two years after it came out uh, and it like came out it came up to me in like a list of games with awesome soundtracks uh, mm-hmm. and I like watched the trailer and I was like that looks like fun and I played it and I was like, holy crap, how did I miss this game this is amazing hmm. um, it's So kind that- of
0: crazy that it came so much under the radar though just because it did win like the game awards like indie breakout game of the year the year it did come out Hmm. so it has gotten i guess recognized in some spaces
1: oh definitely Uh, like it's not like totally under the surface it's just a matter of fact that like a bunch of people i know for instance like didn't really hear about it that 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 would be into it but then a bunch of people i know that are into following the space heard about it and went like i'm good (laughs) (laughs) because because like if you're not into platforming like you know there's other stuff here, but platforming is, like, the core. I think that's fair to say. And so when you look mm-hmm. at it from the outside, you're like, cool, platformer. Like, whereas Ori, you might be able to convince yourself, like, oh, it's beautiful. And, like, maybe it won't be super hard. Fuck, it's really hard. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, <laughs> this this is one of those is, like, this looks hard and a platformer. Hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> like, it's, like, very deliberately in a, like, retro
2: nostalgic style. Yeah. Right,
0: Absolutely. like I always feel like I, I just know when Raph had mentioned wanting us to play this and I just pull up the game trailer for it, just like not with any audio or anything, but just watching like visuals of it. And I was like, I don't know, because, <laughs> yeah, it is like, I don't know, it is a sort of style that I personally get worried about uh, in terms of like trying to tackle a hardcore platformer. Uh, just because I myself am not good at platformers. And then I feel like games that definitely have that more retro aesthetic games like Celeste are like, we're going to like really like make this a hardcore game for you. And I'm like, oh no,
1: we're going to fuck your shit up. And you're going <laughs> to like it. And you're like, okay, I'm not. Thank you. Someone else might. <laughs> I always think of like, I always think of Adam, right? Like he would always like be playing those types of games that were like super hard. And I was just like, wow. Like, like, good Yeah.
2: So that's actually a really interesting point. I think that originates in like arcades, actually. That's why a lot of old older games were like really hard is because they were trying to like wring out all of your arcade tokens, basically. Right, (laughs) yeah. Um, and as the like context in which people played games changed to one where you normally buy a game and then play it, uh they Put a lot of more effort into actually having like tutorials and making it easy and approachable. Yeah, uh, there's so. also
3: there's also another um, stage between arcades and everybody just buying games, and that's renting games from your local VHS store uh, rental I place. that? Yeah, and in that case, levels one and two would be pretty easy. And then level three would be insanely hard.
1: <laughs> Why?
3: Um, so that kids would rent the game again. Wow. The
1: next week. Dude, it's actually great. Like the amount of tactics that yeah. it turns out game design. Cause you guys, you know, do you ever like, if you ever like travel cross country or maybe you like live in these areas where there's like a lot of like um, casinos and stuff if you like drive by them, they're like gaming, like around the corner. And I'm like, finally some gaming, but it's never what I'm looking for. And I'm always like, this is so unfair that you did this to the word gaming. Like gaming to me, like means all, like you're having fun and all this shit. And then like the more you learn about like free to play models and you're like, oh, oh no, they're <laughs> kind of similar actually. <laughs> Wait, I'm opening a loot box to fucking get a skin and a chance to get a Okay. um, But it's kind of here. It's like, yeah, so we just, like, made the first couple levels easy, and then, like, the ones after that's are harder. But that way we can get the kids to rent it again. Like, it's totally not – we're not using predatory tactics. It's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: Just get better, scrub. Yes. Obviously. Although,
1: although we can all say in our own, like, individual worlds, uh, getting better at, at video games and playing hard video games, if it's a video game that you enjoy getting better at, is a ridiculously enjoyable experience. Like, you just have to be in the right lane. Like wherever you are, if it's a multiplayer game, if it's fucking, I mean, anything, I'm sure like that probably applies to Stardew Valley, like in terms of optimizing it and enjoying it the way you want to enjoy it. I I bet you that is similar. It's just like, yeah. Yeah.
2: Speaking of which, how did people find the difficulty of the messenger? Hmm.
0: I was, I'll speak first just as, cause I feel like mm-hmm. I'm the newbie, I think, out of this crowd. I'm not, I'm not a know, newbie I am not I was anymore. watching
2: Nikoi in. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Ouch>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 Ooh. Ooh.
1: Okay. Wow. Reasonable. Uh, I let well, you I just... into my space <laughs> and this is what you do. Okay. All right, noted, go on. Uh,
0: I, I guess like, maybe I should give myself a little bit more credit because I have, been able to play like i i did play through and succeed playing through ori um i think i just always considered myself to be bad at platformers though especially when we first started out this podcast i first played celeste and i really struggled with that game and yeah yeah, celeste has a, a lot of nice handicap features that helped me get through it um But it didn't have that same level of satisfaction, I guess, once I did complete the game. I did feel like it was a cop-out, and I was frustrated at myself uh, for playing it that way. So, like, with The Messenger, I was worried going into it, especially when, like, the first mechanic they teach you is the cloud jump. Is that what it's called? The cloud jump? Cloud step, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the cloud step. Um, I couldn't get that to work for the longest time. And only now like the last couple of levels i played right after you go through your uh, time warp into the future like i'm finally starting to cloud step a little bit better now and some bosses even require you to cloud step in order to like beat them yeah. um there's been a lot of blood sweat and tears that go into that though because I, I still feel like i don't time it very well um that being said though i think the other mechanics in this game that you uh pick up uh like the grappling hook um they they say it's not a grappling hook yeah it's it the rope dart but
2: everybody will call it the grappling dart. hook anyway. exactly <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yep. yeah yeah i'm yeah, falling yeah, into yeah. that um but yeah like the, the grappling hook um as well as like the um like the little uh, wingsuit wing suit that you can like float down with. Like I'm now able to just like string together a lot of moves and this game moves extremely smoothly. Yep. Once you get all of that and you kind of are able to get into a rhythm of sorts. Um so it's been it's been really fun. I find that the kind of I guess uh the the rooms of the game that you go through kind of getting some of the smaller enemies out of the way before you meet a big boss those bits of the game are easy for me um i still struggle with bosses but i think the bosses are meant to be difficult uh and it's meant to you're meant to die a lot in those at least i hope so because some of these bosses i I certainly struggled
2: i (laughs) think going back through it uh i don't think i did or maybe like the first boss which was really straightforward um the ones after that, I think, even going through it again, it was like at least three attempts. Uh, more for like mm-hmm. the, the dragon and mm mm-hmm.
1: Mhm. Oh, definitely.
2: Like, and, and what was the way,
3: word you said after? Armothazil?
2: What? Barmathazel. Oh, is that the the, the, the demon, demon general? general? Yeah. Okay. Darth Maul. Okay. But oh, I also <laughs> want to go back. Uh, for for the the well, listeners, uh cloud step is if you attack something while you're in the air, uh, you get an extra jump. So it's sort of like this really interesting mechanic where you yeah. can stay in the air indefinitely as long as you have things to hit. Um, yeah. yeah, And, and it's really like cool the things. core of the, the platforming gameplay. Like
1: is. you can hit projectiles, you can hit enemies, you can hit uh, lanterns that they place around strategically for this purpose. And... What's really interesting about the quote difficulty of this game is that I saw the cloud step coming similar to how Zoe did as in like, holy shit, this is going to be insane. Um, And so I've been, I was like practicing it the whole way and you can use it all over the place and it is really fun, but they don't require it. Like they require it far less than you, than you would think like earlier on in this game. And so we've played about half of the game approximately so far. Um, maybe a little bit less uh but but the thing is like it it, a lot of the game it has like multiple different ways you can kind of get through things and it doesn't require you to be perfect whereas like celeste would more ask like a perfect sequence from you whereas this especially because you have health too and you have like you know things you can upgrade in defense and you're getting health from from things it's like you you're just kind of like getting through stuff a lot and you can do really cool insane sequence skipping stuff or cloud stepping all over things and and later like we said it does require it but it's just it's like it didn't absolutely get to like the most like you must be perfect you can see the sequence but just do it for me sort of thing like it doesn't do that nearly as much. exactly you know what i'm saying
0: Yeah, I I think, like, the first couple levels of the game, like, I honestly was all, like, just kind of just climbing down (laughs) walls, (laughs) Mm -hmm. just standing and hitting lanterns instead of cloud stepping off of them. Um, So it was a nice, like, gradual transition into probably their intended way to move about the space.
1: Yeah. And so then actually, Um, I'm curious if on the other side. Practice that shit, you. Yeah. 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 You will need it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I've been practicing it the whole time, and and in fact, like I think, what this kind of allows is a, it seems like it allows sort of a self-selecting difficulty in a sense, and they definitely do that with like obviously the optional objectives. It definitely, can... yeah. Yeah, but like, but yeah, you know in what this mean? part of the game. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And it might not be there, and I'm scared if it's not on the second half. Truthfully, I'm scared for my fingers and their ability. Um, but so far, it's been like. That, that flow and that smoothness that's always talking about in terms of this game when you hit it, like where you're cloud jumping off things where you jump through like a whole room by like basically gliding. It's really badass. And I th- and I think you can choose to try to make that happen more and more along the way if you can see that stuff coming and you want to practice your skills. And it's interesting because if you compare this to say Unravel, and of course that's like not a direct one for one comparison by any means, but I think that's that smoothness and that flow that... Uh, was mentioned i think is a result of what rafael was talking about last time which is that uh the the mechanical nature of this platform or if that makes sense yeah, like they're do...
2: they're not they're doing like very restricted simulated physics like a jump has a specific arc there's no momentum you're not going to be ragdolled uh and that was one of the things there is I think momentum most in us, this game in in very limited scenarios for the most part like when you jump you will jump the same distance Either like the short jump or the long jump. Okay. Um I think momentum is mainly when you're like flying on an updraft. Uh or in some cases when you've grappled. Or um, But it's 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 not a like a big cases. factor where like there's momentum in your air control, for example. That's a thing in Ori.
3: Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. True. And, Nothing and- compared to like Ori or unravel, yeah. Right and yeah. Ori so, is mean, a really there... interesting example of one where there is a lot of momentum in the platformer mm-hmm. even though it is a seemingly like rigid platformer in so many ways it has such a momentum component and that can really like throw you off at first eventually you get used to it and start to roll with it but like Yeah, yeah
2: I think I think even having played both of the Ori games uh I still much prefer this
1: model of like the the fixed physics I guess platformers so then james i'm curious as like like i said you know i keep introducing you as like that the other expert here but like you know how difficult was this game for you like where you you could probably saw the cloud step coming and you were like i need to start fucking silver surfing across these levels because i'm going to do it sooner or, or how, what was your playthrough like on this first half um <clears throat>
3: i kind of breezed through most of the first half of the game i would say there were um like, definitely some, uh, like sequences levels that were kind of difficult. Um, the, uh, the cloud step is, is interesting. They definitely kind of let you start abusing it immediately, which is cool. It, it feels like they, built the game with kind of sp- the speedrun mentality mm. like in mind of people are gonna come into this game or come back to this game with a very high um, level of control of this kind of environment and want to go as quickly as possible. And that's to compare once again to Unravel, Kind of the opposite mentality, I would say, in terms of game design, where Unravel, a lot of the design of that game is about kind of moving slowly and experiencing stuff slowly Um. And this game is uh, not about that. (laughs) This game is about going fast.
1: Doing Um, ninja things. Yeah.
3: Exactly. Uh, Like having a wingsuit. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yes, (laughs) a a classic ninja thing. A classic ninja um, thing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think that... um, the dragon and the, the demon general, uh, bosses were very difficult. Um, and, um, I think, um, I kind of like, I, I said that I like breeze through it, but I, I guess that's kind of true in comparison. I, I played a little bit ahead um, and that's true in comparison to playing it ahead, the, like the, some of the stuff that comes later, but, um, the, the cloud jump stuff was kind of, it, it, it felt clunky to me and it, it still kind of does. Um, it kind of feels like an old game mechanic, um, the way that it's implemented, I don't know exactly how to how to put that, but in 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 words, but it feels like a like a a super Nintendo game mechanic. Does that make sense uh. to me, I don't know like like the this whole game kind of feels like a love letter to games from that era. Um, and I never really played games <laughs> from that era. Um, but there's there's something about the way that using the controller in that way feels to me, which, which um, still doesn't feel natural.
2: Yeah, um, I guess like, it's, it's built for like the... The Super Nintendo type of controller where you have a
1: D-pad and some buttons. And the buttons are specifically um, lined yeah. in a way that you're... Which I think these are kind of two, but that your thumb can hit both. Like, is that kind of what you're talking about, James? Like, that sort of double thumb? Yeah. Okay. But also, like...
3: Like, the way that... The way that your character falls after striking and then... um and then kind of re-jumps after that it it's never quite clicked in my mind in a way that that um that feels good to me uh, I guess which is weird
2: for like in comparison <clears throat> in a similarish mechanic in Ori I guess the second one is like the bash where you when you like land it which would be I guess the analogous part to hitting something in this it does like mm-hmm. this slow time where you can direct it um and then you'll shoot off in that direction yes yeah um uh, so i can see how like one or the other i guess would feel better
3: yeah and i think that that might just be personal preference <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like having played ori first um but but this one to me i've never quite quite gotten it To feel like really good, like I've I've done sequences that feel awesome, like in retrospect, but the whole time that I was doing them, I was like like anxious, panic flailing. Uh, (laughs) Maybe it it (laughs) felt like panic flailing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, and like intentional panic flailing, but uh, certainly panic flailing, and um, and the the grappling hook um i think um i'm just going to say like like practice with that shit <laughs> Use yeah the it more than is a you precise. think the hitboxes are really precise i think that that's another thing that's like that kind of bothers me sometimes is how precise the hitboxes can be in this game yeah um like I feel like I hit stuff and I didn't, and then I get mad mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but um I think after having gotten kind of used to the the cloud jump and then getting the the um uh, grappling hook i was I was trying to do things with the cloud jump that you really should be doing with the grappling hook, yeah. And um and that's a bad choice.
0: Yeah, as soon does. as I learned that you could use the grappling hook on the light beams, I never cloud jump off or another light beam ever again. Like or like the little lanterns, the lanterns in the right. letter. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I I've never um. cloud jumped or cloud stepped off of those anymore. I was like oh I'm grappling, I'll do that instead. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> perfect. <laughs>
3: I, I I'm that's circle. Oh, go ahead. I think I mean I think that in general that might be a good choice. Um, I I used the grappling hook so little that I had no idea I I I couldn't imagine what the the cooldown was for the grappling hook um, in a way that would actually get me through floors um
1: mm-hmm. and that was scary i feel like i feel like one thing you might be referencing or feeling is that the um yeah it's like they don't really necessarily like there are certain parts certainly where they force you to use some of the tools but a lot of times it's like you kind of can make your own way and you probably could do it a bunch of different ways but like the jump off of like a wall is a it's very vertical and you'll like hit your head very easy and mm-hmm. I think there are a lot of instances where I was like trying to get this really precise jump and I was just like, I should just use a grappling hook. What am I doing? I just like walk, I just grapple to the other side. It's easy. But I'm like trying to get this like jump and then I'm hitting my head on things. And I think maybe there's an aspect of, of that to it. By the way, just while we're on the topic of the grappling hook, I just like to throw this out there because Raphael told me this and I did not know this, but and so everyone should know this, but it turns out that if you grapple an enemy and then you are holding the direction uh, through the enemy so it's in you're on the left side you're holding the right direction you grapple that enemy and you will grapple and essentially like shuffle past or like move past the enemy without taking damage and so you can use this especially on bosses i recommend to dodge certain attacks and damage like for instance the the um the You know whatever the fuck crazy name that someone said the demon the dash from
2: Barmathazel
1: yeah he when he dashes straight at you of course you can jump over it and when he there's a couple different things you can do but one of the things you can do is just grapple at him and through him to hit him and not take damage it's a wild thing and I had no idea, uh, it was there, so something to throw out there, that yeah yeah
2: you can also use just like that twirl that you do going through to the other side to just get like additional distance in the air before you cloud jump um i know like mccoy at least when i was watching uh you were doing the cloud step like immediately after hitting the lantern grapple yeah um well actually you can get a lot more distance
1: out of it if you do the twirl first yeah so you have to like allow yourself to not jump immediately and just like you'll do an animation twirl thing like through it and get some distance which is it's hard i think it's hard to not spam and i just generally found in, in this game in general there are times to spam for sure and the attack is pretty spammy uh but there are times to be very deliberate with what you're trying to do and there are times to like really make sure you hit this and then hit the jump afterwards or uh whatever yeah one thing i'll say on the topic of the speed running design of this game i definitely felt, i don't know if you guys have felt this but like especially if you try certain rooms over and over again there definitely is that sort of like first sequence in a lot of rooms where it's like, if you just like hold the direction or do this fast, then actually things become easier in a weird way. Whereas like, if you slow down and try to be really methodical at everything, like you definitely will have success. And that is like, that's definitely an awesome approach, But but like sometimes it can be harder because you're sort of off cycle. And so sometimes like just attacking the room and jumping off everything as fast as possible. Like there's one sequence where this like lava is coming up. It's on the last level that we played uh it, it was like the lava's coming up and at one point you have to cloud jump off a enemy's rock attack that they throw in the air and like you look at that and you're like how the fuck am i gonna time that here's how you fucking time that go as fast as you can <laughs> and it'll be perfectly there that's how you time that shit and there's a couple definitely of instances like that where it's like if you just go as fast as you can things just like work out and you're like what the fuck um <laughs> yeah for yeah, me it'd be a, like
0: going like fast through a, a, a an area and then i would like die right before before hitting the next checkpoint and so yeah. i'm back to the beginning and i'm like shit how would i do that yeah i don't remember <laughs> like... just
1: flow through
2: bro <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly. so it's definitely got this like flow approach to a lot of the areas that is actually pretty reminiscent of like the optimal or like the way you're forced to play celeste i guess and that like there is a specific sequence um Although I think in the messenger, it, it's maybe a little bit more obvious. It's just like, well, you're going to jump at that lantern and then you're going to hit it and then you're going to jump and then you'll grapple. Like it's, it's a little bit clearer what the right thing to do is.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um. I, I did want to circle back actually to the point about like comparing Ori's bash with the cloud step. Um. At least like James was saying his personal preference and he preferred the way Ori handled it. Um, but, like, my stance on this was that the way that Bash works in Ori just completely disrupts the flow in this way that just felt really unpleasant. Um, and even after getting the hang of Bash in Ori, I still hated it, like, as a mechanic. Um, huh. And so Cloud huh. Step by comparison, like, doesn't give you any, like, slow-down forgiveness, uh, but it has this, like, constant flow to it. So like the messenger, it it doesn't, I mean, it's, it's not forgiving in the sense like nothing will slow the game down for you, except maybe gliding can slow your falling a bit. Um, And I think a lot of the game you can traverse by just gliding and air slashing. And that's actually a lot more forgiving than the like grapple cloud step Mm -hmm. approach, Mm -hmm. um, which is slightly faster.
1: Do you you want to, I believe what you're referring to is where you, when you glide, you do this like downward strike and you can kind of just like downward strike across like a sea of lanterns basically like
2: yeah and lanterns projectiles enemies you'll you'll bounce off of them uh without getting out of the
1: the glide and you go up when you hit these things and so if you ever need to pause in the middle of a sequence like you're like fucking above a you're like you know you're down over the side of a cliff but you're bouncing on lanterns and you're just sitting there you can just kind of like hit hover over a lantern yeah like over and over again and just be like what the fuck do i need to do okay i need to like jump and glide to get to this next thing so it's definitely there's definitely that which i will say like i just this is like um i wouldn't say this game is like insanely hard at least not so far but it is it does it does require you to press the right buttons some of the time and that is a difficulty <laughs> for me because <laughs> like it's just like because i'll be sitting there and i'll like jump and then I'm like holding jump, but I'm not gliding cause I need to jump and then hold for glide. And then I, for instance, like was doing something earlier today where I was jumping and then I was taking damage and I would press grappling hook, but I'm in the recovery animation where I need to like jump out of that first and then I can grapple. So there's like some, some specificity to the, to the inputs and I definitely have found myself just dying to not doing the right thing, for
2: sure. A lot of
1: them kind of feel like
2: combos, Mm -hmm. too, I would say. Like, you have to execute them very quickly in a specific way. So, for example, like, if you have a lantern above you and you want to get on top of it while gliding, you can, like, jump, glide, airstrike, and that's, like, A, hold A, hit X, then A again to jump off of that, and then hold A, and then X to, (laughs) to like, regain your position above
1: the lantern. Yeah. And I, I will say like one thing that I am am enjoying, although it might be sacrilege to some in this genre, is I'm playing with a controller that has paddles, which is like a relatively new innovation in controller technology as of the past, I don't know, five years or something. Like I know for PlayStation, you can get extra ones that like attach or something, but at least for the Xbox uh, Elite controller, that I have, it comes with them. And what they are is they're the face buttons. Well, they're really actually programmable. They can do anything you want. But if you imagine holding the controller right and you have the triggers with like say your, well like pointer fingers, you know what I mean? And your middle fingers maybe, or maybe use your pointer finger for both. Then your ring finger and your pinky like aren't really doing anything. They're just grasping. And so what it does is it, it gives extra buttons for either your ring finger and your pinky, or more realistically for me, at least ring finger and middle finger on the back of your controller that you can use. And so they're kind of like in your grip and you just kind of like click them in and you can of course take them off if you don't want to and you can customize them to do anything you want. For me, for normal games, I usually do R3 and L3, which is clicking in the left thumbstick and the right thumbstick, just because I don't, I don't like that hand motion. It kind of hurts, hurts my hand in general. So I just like, I just remap it to something that's easier. But in this case, I put jump on there. And so at least to me, and I know this is like, I like I said, this might be sacrifice people who grew up with like, you know, those Nintendo controllers from back in the day where they would do the double thumb motion. I fucking hate using, like resting my thumb on X and A, you know what I mean? Like, like slash and jump and then like r- rocking it back and forth and trying to do that shit. It's, and then especially grappling hook also there, it's like too many things for my thumb to do well. So I've split it a bit so that, like, my left hand can be controlling one piece of the combo, and then my right hand controls the other, and so I can kind of, like, rock back between them, like, left, right, left. And that has helped me a lot. Um, And so, I don't know, I'm just throwing that out there for people, because, like, for me, at least, like, the left, right, left is way easier than, like, doing that all with my thumb. I just, I fucking struggle. It's hard. I don't know. You guys struggle with that (laughs) shit? Uh,
0: I haven't... But I'm, I mean, or maybe I do, because I mean, I, what I feel like a lot of times what happens with this game, um, like, especially in boss fights, it's like if there's a sequence of buttons that I know that I just need to hit well and correctly and get the right hitboxes for each one's, um, Like, I know I need to just get to that spot and I fail constantly. I think uh, Evil Manfred's fight was definitely one that did that to the point where I kind of got bored during Manfred's fight only because Mm. I could do the whole beginning sequence perfect to a T, not losing any health. And then there's a final section, basically, where... Manfred takes out nearly all of your clouds and you need a cloud step off of his fireballs to get to him and I just would fail that constantly like it didn't matter mm-hmm. if I had all of my health or not of my health like I just would always end up falling to my death because I would whiff a fireball. Um, so I kind of like got bored during Manfred's fight, just because, like I said, the the beginning sequence I could do perfectly, and so I'm just like, Ugh, gotta go through the motions again. Oh boy, here we go. Cloud step, cloud step. Whoop! I with that one. Well, fuck me. <laughs> like,
1: yeah. Um, That's an interesting so that section. Was most of the I was just gonna say because because it shows so clearly that like they're not because they're being much looser about their requirements of what tools you use, like you can kind of like forget in your mind space, like what tools you have. And I definitely did that in a lot of boss fights. For example, in that one, you can just hit that guy with the rain shuriken and he just falls down instantly. And you can you don't have to cloud step over there. But I didn't realize that for a long time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, it didn't even occur to me. I was just like cloud stepping all over the place and it was fucking dangerous as hell. And then I was like, wait a minute, can I just hit this guy with a shuriken? And yeah, it'll like introduce all the clouds back and you just walk over there and hit him. And it, not only that, it's not a it's not really a timed window to do the damage. I thought like, okay, well, I'll lose most of my damage window though, because I'm so far away, I gotta run over there. It's not really the case either. So, so it was just like weird. I just like, but that was like a late addition to my boss fighting in that guy, and I was just like, how did I forget about this? But I think how I did was, I mean, you know, the upside and the downside of them being much, much less uh requiring that that sort of thing. Like I don't think you need the shuriken for. Anything?
2: No, you don't. I don't think you need it anywhere. Um, it's definitely helpful and even suggested in some cases, like in the the second phase of the uh, Emerald Golem fight. It's literally like throwing you shuriken
1: charges, being like, "Hey, use the shurikens!" oh when you're like falling um, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, but- those were the things that I thought were attacks yeah and i was
3: dodging them all nice yeah sick
2: um (laughs) but you don't you don't actually need them in that fight you can just air slash him and actually james was doing some like sick air slashes (laughs) like (laughs) dive through the winds air slash quickly before the wind pulls you up sick yeah um let's see i was gonna say for the like evil manfred fight um I, I I watched McCoy like do cloud stepping off the projectiles uh just with normal cloud steps, but there's an alternative approach which is to glide over them, which is a lot more forgiving because you sort of get like a sliding hitbox as you execute the air slash as you're gliding and the projectile mm-hmm. is moving in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Uh so that makes it really easy to like bounce off of the fireballs to get to the dragon.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. And all I would say is like what. But yeah. really, the answer here that we're learning is that listeners at home. What I would recommend is that when you play this game, have Raphael uh, stream it to Raphael and have him watch you play because <laughs> it has clearly improved my game. That's play. right. Um, yeah. And it definitely he is
0: available Monday through Friday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I just For six thousand dollars an hour. Exactly. Oh my um... god. But but I will say I ran into a number of like things where I was like, man, I'm just like I'm not quite getting this, and I think. Literally anyone watching, but more specifically, an expert does like suggest things like, "Oh, well, you could half jump here," and I think that would help. That, or maybe just run off that platform instead of jumping. And I think what I will say is that on my own, when I play these sorts of games, I kind of like bash my head against them, and I kind of get my, I try to get my, you know, fingers ready for the mechanics. And sometimes I'm a little spammy, and then I need to like calm myself down and be more precise. Um, but definitely when people are watching me like, and we're trying to solve the puzzles together, I feel like I slow down and I'm more deliberate. And I do think that helped me think about like, what could I do with gloves and a toilet? Um, (laughs) if you know what I'm saying, um, (laughs) 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 callback, (laughs) callback. Yeah. So
3: I also had a lot of trouble with the Manfred, the evil Manfred fight. Yeah. Um, I think um I was probably being way too greedy and just taking damage unnecessarily trying to get more damage on him.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think um, it definitely punishes you for greed. And like watching McCoy play the fight, I was like, "Oh, I was probably playing that too greedy too." Like when he played this like straight like hit him when he comes at you only. It looked really easy.
1: Mhm. Interesting. Because like he can come at you and you can hit him like, and then you like jump and then was, hit him again. so you're trying to th- do?
3: Yeah. Well, I was trying to do like crazy, like cloud slash, like five hit combos. Yep. No, yeah. Like yeah. he does this little um, bounce
2: away from you when you hit him, but you can kind of follow him yeah. along that. Uh, yeah, but there's and I was some getting like some of those and then i get him. hit. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: Um, right yeah I definitely would i I was definitely very conservative with my nice. hits on some of these bosses just in terms of like not trying to get too greedy bar barmathazel is barmathazel is another one where I because it like with these bosses they don't have a health bar. it's clearly this like hidden number of hits. That you need to get on him in order for him to die and the only indication that you're getting close is that you the boss will start like flashing red when yeah. you're close Yeah, and so it didn't matter if it took like three minutes for the red flashing to start like with him I was just like just one hit all right, I'm out. (laughs) We're not even going to try it.
1: That probably gave you insanely good reps at like learning the sequences and how to to be safe and how to not take hits and like how to like stall the fight out. Because like the other side is like the really greedy, like I'll slash all the time. I'll trade that for damage slash maybe it's not even strategy at all. You know, maybe someone's just like playing it kind of loose. And I feel like that gives them so much less opportunity to like learn the actual fight though.
2: Yeah, it Mm -hmm. can make it really hard, really easy to miss like cues that he's giving like if you're just slashing away after he comes down with both of his swords and gets stuck in the ground uh you may miss like when he does the duck to start his
1: dash at you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it is well that's that another thing
0: Oh, I was going to say <laughs> one thing I am liking uh with with so uh, like I I do like the the sound design in this game in indicating like what kind of phase uh or of attack a boss is about to do for you like so for like barmothazel for instance like what i liked specifically about his fight is just uh, his eye glance before he dashes but it makes a very subtle shing noise Mm -hmm. so i never looked at barmothazel during those parts i was just looking at my own character and listening out for the little shing sound to for when i was gonna jump and uh grapple through him and whatnot Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um just wanted to toss that note out there like i do think that the the boss uh the boss fights have been very creative so far and i do like um just kind of the little like either the fights are meant to highlight a specific move set that you your character knows um you know and it's trying to teach you like cool ways to i guess innovate off of what you've learned um like queen of quills was another one that i i did like Mm. that fight a lot although it did take me a while to understand that yes i could in fact cloud step and hit her while she's hanging on top of those rings i didn't have to just stand at the bottom and do nothing (laughs) like like i did for the first like three times i was against her i was like how do i reach her (laughs) what
2: (laughs) yeah i think that's the first one that
1: really incorporates the cloud step in a meaningful way into the fight But there's some interesting Mm -hmm. stuff, and I think, like, they this game, and we haven't even gotten to this part yet, and so that's a nice little, like, seed for later, but it's very self-aware. And it's, of course, self-aware in the writing, which we'll get to, I'm sure, someday. Uh, But it's also self-aware in the boss fights as well. Like, a good example is the fucking shopkeeper boss, where it's like these giant hands that remind me of like fucking Smash Bros and shit and they're like swiping the fucking whatever. And then you kind of like learn at some point that you can like be on the hands. They don't hurt you like everything else. They're like, they are things you can stand on and you can even uh, hold on the side. And so eventually like, you're starting to get all this cheeky damage on this character because like you're riding their hands or whatever. And then they do this move where they just like put their hands to the side and try to dump you off the side, (laughs) which is so self-aware. It's like, did you figure out this was the strategy? Like, okay, fair. You can get all this damage, but, um, yeah, I think they like
2: clap together and there's a shockwave that like sends you off to the side. Yeah. I think the first time that happened, I just like went right off the side and Quarble. Oh, which we should talk about Quarble actually Mm -hmm. was like, uh I didn't expect you to fall for that.
1: Yeah, Corbel's the son of a <laughs> bitch man. <laughs> like, uh yeah,
2: yeah, so so Corbel, when whenever you die in this game, it doesn't mean, it kind of has a checkpoint me- mechanic, um, but it doesn't have like a a lives mechanic or anything. Um instead there's this little uh flying demon guy who comes and teleports you away right when you're about to die and you go back to the last checkpoint and then He extracts a fee uh, in terms of uh, when you get the currency of the game, which is these time crystals, uh, he'll actually eat your time crystals for a while. Um, But it's actually a little bit deceptive because uh, if he wasn't doing that, you would actually get more time crystals than if you hadn't died. And even with him eating them, you end up with more. So it's actually kind of a comeback mechanic in that if you're dying a lot, you will get more upgrades than somebody who is just
1: blazing through yeah and there's even a uh potential opt-in purchasable upgrade where he requires less you know so mm-hmm. you can even uh kind of like come back even further. half as many yeah and it's, and yeah, it, yeah it's it's um yeah you definitely gain more from like dying there's definitely like some farming and especially because, like, just because if you, like, leave the fucking screen for, like, a second, you, like, come back and everyone's like, I'm back. And you're like, what the fuck? You're all back. What <laughs> <laughs> the All right. Um, and that's actually, like, fortunate in some cases. And it's not even like they're back and you can't farm them. It's like you could still potentially get time crystals and whatever the fuck else off of them. Um, yeah. I've... Yeah.
0: Also, if you, like, die in a particular area of the game one too many times, like more of the lanterns start dropping like full health pots i've noticed Hmm. um instead of the time crystals there are there are a couple rooms and i think the tower of time specifically where i was dying a lot and eventually instead of time crystals it'd be like here's health oh you got to this platform here's health here yeah. you got i'm like thank you thank you okay
1: you're like but can anything or stop or, me or from... it would
0: be a nice uh tilt mechanic where yeah. i'm just like i got this i got this and they're like here's some health i'm like fuck i don't need your health <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. can you stop me from falling off shit that's what i really need what's is there anything in a lantern that stops you from falling off shit yeah <laughs> no not yet not yet huh. there is ah if you hit it Ah, exactly. The lantern itself. <laughs> and then cloud step. <laughs> yes, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> oh, man. So then maybe, okay, fuck it. Maybe I was signaling a transition. Maybe we do talk about some well, of Well, we writing. were
0: talking a little bit about Quarble. Uh, yeah. I don't know if there yeah. was anything more to be said about Quarble.
2: Well, so Quarble or... is a good segue into the writing. Yep. Uh, in that he has a bunch of quotes. Uh, so like when you die, he'll say something snarky like... Uh, did your did your older brother tell you that was a secret passage Mm.
1: mine used to do that too Mm. that's good that's like not even that snarky that's just like hilarious like but then a lot of times he's like i have zero faith in you and you're like okay well (laughs) ouch but also fine starts
0: putting on the death counter or like how many crystals that he's consumed because of your failures that's what he always tends to do with me
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he's like i'm so glad i was assigned to you Mm -hmm. getting so many time crystals
2: i think there was one where i intentionally dropped in a hole because i was like i wonder if this is a secret passage and he was like i wouldn't
1: have expected you to fall in that hole fall into that hole that's what i would have said if i had any faith in you yeah exactly (laughs) yeah there's a lot of that stuff i do like just like the beginning where he's like look you don't fucking like it do you want to die instead like 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 come on man like it's annoying whatever you gotta go through these hoops but like the alternative fucking sucks so like all right fair enough but yeah, so yeah. there's writing in this game, you know, and it turns out that like, you know, this game has generally like the sort of tropes and trajectory of a sort of, you know, old school platformer and, you know, as a shopkeeper and whatever else and checkpoints. Um, but this fucking shopkeeper will talk to you if you'll talk to them. And there's a lot, there's a lot there that I feel like is like a, a break of breakup pace and like, you know, you can talk about every boss and you can talk about. Like they'll tell you stories. It's just I don't I I don't know. It's like it's one of those things where I'm sure we will reference things that we liked about this. But what I will tell you is that it's it feels like something that there's no way I can do justice to. It's just some ridiculous shit. It's just some ridiculous shit. Um that's very self aware. It's a lot
0: of yeah, self aware meta commentary for sure. Um, like in particular with like the fairy tales. Like he'll tell you He'll tell you stories that are very you know common for anybody like the princess and the pea is a story although i think it's the prince and the pea that he tells but then yeah. it has like the very meta twist or uh, i guess just the more realistic twist of like Ah, oh, she realized she she married this guy because his skin was so sensitive. But he started complaining about everything, and so she got a divorce. And she worked on her mental health, and she lived a very happy solitary life. Like it was like yeah. just very, yeah. yeah. <laughs> very self aware, I guess, in that way of just being like she realized she was in a toxic relationship. And I'm like, yes. <laughs>
2: um, and I think they also use like the the ninja as a second participant in these stories to be like calling out the the tropes
1: mm-hmm.
2: right. where he's like yeah. oh so are you saying the moral is like this and then the shopkeeper's like no no wait 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 we've got a twist on this one
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> plus like the fucking face the portrait that they give for the ninja where he's like side-eyeing the whole time like whenever they do like the ellipses like the dot 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 like and then or they hit him with the question mark you know what i'm saying like when you hit the shopkeeper with the question mark it looks so expressive like like you're sitting there, like what the fuck, you know, just like, really, and and he'll do it back to you, and it's it's just, it's fucking ridiculous, man. It's fucking ridiculous, like just the jokes and the fucking. I, what I will say though, is that it, it's its own meta game, and it evolves over the course of the game, and it recognizes its own pacing, like for instance when he'll tell you a super fucking long story and you're like, Oh my God, that's a fucking long story. And now you're like, every time I come here, I'm just going to get a fucking long story. They were cool though, but they're fucking long. And then you'd be like, no, it's sunny outside. You get the fuck out of there. And I'll just end. And you're like, what? Like it, it <laughs> understands its own pacing it, such that it can change it up in a comedic timing sort of way. And then it'll similar mm-hmm. to play through. So, <laughs> you know, it's like poetry. It rhymes with itself, right? It'll call back itself. And so it'll, <laughs> it'll, it'll do this sort of shit. and. Uh, like that it's definitely its own metagame is it's it's something that you know it's interesting right if you don't like platformers like you'll never like this does should not and could not ever keep you in a game like this because it'll be way too brutal elsewhere but like if you're playing a platformer and chilling like it's a nice thing to have in the middle um to just like break it up and it is ridiculous and it is you do look at it like what is this motherfucker gonna say you know what I mean like 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 yeah. okay
2: Oh, what you... I mean, I, I think this is actually, like, a game that made me laugh a lot in ways that I, like, I I wasn't seeing it coming and I wasn't expecting this to be a funny game. But it's honestly hilarious.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also, I like to reference to John Gaydon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or John Gaiden maybe? Yeah, Gaiden And um, The Cloudstep mechanic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, from Ninja Gaiden. Ray Ninja. Yeah. Yeah, there's great like references. Do Ray, me, me maybe, I don't know.
0: Well, no, right. especially since your character is just like I don't know who that is, and the shopkeeper will just kind of be like, somewhere. "You may not know, but someone eh, and someone will appreciate it."
1: <laughs> and then you throw yeah, that I back don't get it later. Yeah, you throw that back when you be you put on the robe for the shopkeeper after opening the fucking cabinet like you spoilers yeah but yeah yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. i think that's in this section. i mean we already spoiled the metroidvania i guess yeah
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah i would yeah, dude sure, honestly i know this is super fucked up and for every platformer fan out there they would literally hate me but if this game turned into like a shopkeeper simulator where you like sell shit or whatever the fuck to like other messengers i'm down like I'm i'm down to fucking like i'll put the platformer away for the rest like let's just switch this shit up to some ridiculous shopkeeper meme shit like, Isn't there
2: actually a dungeon crawler that's kind of like that? Yeah, it's Like you do dungeon crawling and then you run a shop. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Moonlighter. It's cool, but it's not. I don't know. It's cool. It's cool. We should play it someday for the podcast. But <laughs> it is, I, I feel like it's not <laughs> as cool as I want it to be. But yeah, like I i don't know. I, I, I yeah. That that stuff is cool. That stuff is cool, and it is, like I said, it's ridiculous. Like you can't see it, but my my face. It's. It, okay you know what it fucking is? It's kind of like. I think it flirts with, but is maybe not as intense as, although sometimes it does flirt with it. It feels kind of uh, Undertale, like Undertale-ish in that sort of like, I don't know if it's like the same, like the aesthetics are similar where it's like old school game that is so witty, bro. But like, you know what I mean? Like it has that similarity to it where it's just like, I'm gonna be self-aware and say some weird shit to you via like a Game Boy text fucking field. And- yeah, yeah,
2: there's definitely some similarities. Uh, I guess the the tone that it comes off with ends up being very different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I enjoyed Undertale. I think this pulls it off better, though. That style of writing. I don't know. What do you think?
0: I mean, I think if I remember correctly, McCoy, you were not a fan of Undertale's humor. Yeah. Uh, you and Gabe didn't like it as much yeah um i do think this one's better like the 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 witty humor and i I think it does come down to like the way it can do comedic timing despite it being like a like kind of click through dialogue like i think it excels better in this game for sure
1: yeah to me like undertale Um. i think hits when it hits like certain tones that work with me i'm like that like the race car bed is fucking so funny man it's so funny like <laughs> mm-hmm. that shit is fucking brilliant and then it transcends into like some cringe shit to me and and i i don't well like i think
0: shit. your problem with undertale was the internet kind of lingo you know calling things doggo and mm-hmm. small s-m-o-l yeah. <laughs> like you didn't you didn't like that kind of internet yeah. language i mean I seem to yeah remembered. that's some cringe
1: shit to me <laughs> like that is some cringe <laughs> shit um and many other things. You don't like that stuff, uwu? Yes, yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> 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 Boop the snoot. Oh.
1: Yeah, I, well, I personally really,
0: really... I was going to say, I
3: five, think the whatever. subject matter is is better, but I think the writing is excellent in both cases. Sure.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I thought the is doggo it? stuff was funny in Undertale, uh, but... Mm-hmm i i respect differences of opinion
1: yeah like i i want everyone else to have enjoyed it as much as they did i just want them to leave me alone and let me not enjoy it (laughs) you know it's just like i just sit there and i'm like struggling and i'm like turning over to gabe and then he's struggling and i'm just like we're all just struggling silently in this fucking room because this game is the part of the internet that i don't click on um but fair play
0: i will say that i think i've missed a lot of the humor in this game though than what i've seen i mean Raphael's posted in the discord the shopkeepers cabinet rants um if there's one thing i don't do well in games it's exhaust dialogue Mm. tell me to do that in mass Mm. effect i'll exhaust Garrus's dialogue all the time because he talks about calibrations way too much but like for some reason in these sorts of games it's like i press the cabinet he's like please don't touch that and i'm like reasonable yeah and i walked yeah. away <laughs> like yeah <laughs> like i and like looking a general now, a general like, rule uh, yeah
3: is wait until something loops
0: yeah i, um, I it just never comes naturally and, to me like even a mass effect it never really came yeah. natural to me and the only reason i've done it recently is because it's my second playthrough but like usually i always think that if they have something that they're going to do it's going to come off of one interaction and i don't know why i keep on defaulting this because a lot of games do this where a lot additional yeah. dialogue is actually helpful um it just it doesn't come naturally to me so i feel like i've missed a lot of the humor in this game because i interact with something once and then like yeah and and then i call it good
2: <laughs> no yeah so i think the cabinet rents are really the only place that these these are kind of hidden where if you repeatedly touch the cabinet uh, eventually, the shopkeeper will rant at you and take away your ability to skip the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, these are kind of like rants slash lectures, um, and they actually play on uh, the strategy that James mentioned of wait until
1: it loops. Yeah, they loop,
2: um, and
1: then they're yeah. like, "Wait, what? I thought that loop was totally going to get you." Mm-hmm. Like he starts saying mm-hmm. the beginning shit again, and then you're like, "No, I'm determined." And then he's like Fuck. <laughs> like but and another thing by the way that you could miss also is that uh you can talk about the area that you're in every time and you can talk about the boss mm-hmm. that's upcoming well that that stuff
0: yeah mm-hmm. that stuff i've done because it grays out when i've clicked on it and whatnot
1: mm-hmm.
0: um yeah and so like that kind of dialogue with the shopkeeper i have gotten and those are fun like i did like in bamboo creek when you ask him about the boss level and he's like there is no boss to this level and you're like haha very funny like are you pulling my leg and he's like nope there's no boss to this level yeah and he's like oh but there's there's two lanterns next to your shop here all methodically placed like every boss battle sure enough there's no boss (laughs) it's a save point entrance
2: to the shop lantern on each side archway over no scrolling clearly that's a sign of a boss
1: battle he's like (laughs) nope you're just seeing things man no and that's the self-awareness feel free to hallucinate patterns yeah no exactly like that's the self-aware shit like that shit's all over this game um all yeah the cabinet thing you should just look it up or something i don't know
2: yeah i mean you can you can read them on the wiki there's also Mm -hmm. a fourth one there's actually a dlc to the game uh I don't think we should play it for the podcast because it doubles down on the difficulty. Oh God! Um, <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> the the DLC is like you wanted the really hard platforming. Here you go. Yeah. Like fly yeah. and grapple perfectly across this really long sequence of like floating islands while racing a shadow of yourself to get to
1: a cabinet. Oh, I get it. No. Yeah. <laughs> no.
2: Understood. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that being said, I, I really enjoyed the DLC as somebody who likes hard platformers, mm-hmm. but it's probably not not for, for all of us.
1: But yeah, good to know that it is out there for those who who want that sort of thing. Yeah, I actually, this is another thing where I would say, again, listeners, you should contract for $6,000 an hour, uh, Rafael, to watch you play. Because I was just like, if I touch this cabinet, are there lasting negative effects? And he's like, no. And then I was like, oh, I will talk to this person forever now. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I I just needed, (laughs) I needed confirmation that he wasn't going to be like, fuck you asshole. I told you not to do that. Like therefore implications. Well, yeah.
2: Eventually he says,
1: listen here, you little shit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's, it's good. And then like, there's like, you know, a later, so that, so it's kind of like, it it is maybe an old school version of, of, (sighs) or like a different style of like when dialogue options gray out. And they'd even do that in this game, uh, like Zoe mentioned. But it's like the exhausting people's dialogue is kind of like doing that until until it's it's gray, almost. Like it is that. It's just there isn't a visual indicator. You just have to like do it and yourself. And it's it's interesting because I think that's kind of like their style with this game is like you kind of just like look around and you just see like what's different. Like you come into the shop and you'll be like, wait, there's no shopkeeper here. And then you're like what if i touch the cabinet (laughs) yeah you know like like just like shit like that um or like oh now there's a chest here what's that about so it's just it's kind of just about like touching things that are different and being like what's up and then like watching those slowly progress um but yeah I, i i think the cabinet might be the only thing though to be fair um but yeah cool well I'm curious if there's anything else people want to get to. Keep in mind, we are going to play the second half of this game next week, so there's plenty more to discuss then. This was a little taste of this game so far. Um, people enjoying it so far? I'm just curious. Like, like vibing? Like, ready to go? A little scared? Well, one thing we
0: did also didn't really hit on, the, or it was just, like, kind of a cool... Uh, I know I keep on talking about sound design a lot, but I think it's it's just it's a cool thing. But because it it kind of goes into the, my next talking point. But uh, I also really like um like uh, the underwater music, mm-hmm. like when you, when you're above water and underwater. Yeah. Uh there's it's got like, like, like a, slight, a
2: distortion effect.
0: Yeah, it's definitely like a more muffled thing, and like when if you. Jump out of the water repeatedly. You can hear the music just kind of keep on going, like muffled, unmuffled, muffled, unmuffled. I thought that was just really cool. Yeah. Anyway, shout out. But, yeah, uh, oh yeah, really no. Cool. And
1: shout out on top of that, shout out is that can we talk about the eight bit to sixteen bit transition? The time jump? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say. So that that's what I that was and my how, next thing.
3: <laughs> how it feels like, like a tech jump, like, like one console generation to the next. I think that's what it basically. is. Or uh, uh, emulating or something. Yeah, so
2: it transitions both the art and the music from 8-bit style to 16-bit style. Right. Uh, Mm -hmm. So you get more pixels, more colors in the sprites. Uh, The music is smoother, like less harsh and square-wavy, I guess. Hmm. Um, And yeah, so there's actually like an 8-bit and a Mm 16-bit version of the whole soundtrack. Uh, And in the next section it will do some interesting things with that Uh, you will see
0: yeah i i just i also just like how the the sword feels in the 16-bit version a little bit it just feels they even make the attacks feel a little bit smoother um and like i it in the end it's like the same kind of like Chopping motion with your sword, but somehow when it goes from 8 bit to 16 bit, I just feel like my attacks like doubled in strength all of a sudden. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I think, God, I I was just watching a review of some game somewhere that up was doing, the YouTuber that does like really long, in depth reviews. And he was quoting, it's like a Bungie developer on Destiny or something. And he was like, for some of the guns, they re- they realized that like people were f- that people felt were like underpowered. They realized that like the way that they needed to buff them was not double the damage, but rather make them feel like they hit harder and just make them like more enjoyable to use. Uh in certain instances. Like that they were Yeah. yeah. yeah anyways. Just interesting because it's totally the same slash. That right? like basically like make the sound louder
3: yeah. when you hit something somebody. Yeah.
2: And yeah, admit- actually in Valorant that was one of the stumbling points for me with the phantom. I was like, why would I use the phantom when it sounds so bad compared to the phantom? Yeah, exactly. And then it's
1: actually, now I actually appreciate it, but, um, yeah. (laughs) 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 Oh, I love that dude. They're just like, just the quick Valorant side. There were so many stumbling blocks for so many different people playing this game. Like, well, why would I do it this way? And I was like, listen, it's just the way (laughs) just trust, (laughs) just trust me. It's just the way, um, yeah. Yeah. I, I actually like, I don't know if more games do this and some of them do these sorts of 8-bit to 16-bit transitions, whatever the fuck, but I would just love to see it keep going, man. I'd love to see 32-bit, bro. Like I, I, I would just love, just go, bro. Double the bits every time. Trust me. Like I, I want to get all the way to like 3D sprites and shit. I just think that'd be fucking cool. If there's games, if anyone knows if there's like a game that does that shit, I would be down just because it, it reminds me of, um, I was watching this YouTube video where they talk about, the the different like forms of compression i guess it is i forget exactly the the term and i really ought to know um but it was just like they was playing the same song and then they would just like transition between different i think like bit depths or whatever the fuck um but yeah like it was just really cool to see like like technology in that way and like clarity um because like I, I cause the other day i was watching fucking someone was trying to tell me that uh in f- fucking who knows what movie maybe someone else does the movie where they say like is it snow white like mirror mirror on the wall you know that shit It's snow white right isn't it does mm-hmm. anyone know uh yeah. Yeah, so, that is cool yeah so apparently they don't say like mirror mirror on the wall they say magic mirror on the wall right and they were like dude this is a mind fuck bro like trust me uh this shit's crazy. And I went back and I was listening to it and I was like, well, the reason why people are confused about this is because the sound quality of this is so fucking low that I can't hear any (laughs) of the fucking words. I'm like fucking in a trance trying to understand a a single sentence anyone's fucking saying. Um, But like, it's really cool to see that grow over time and to see like clarity. Like, you know, if you're listening to this podcast now, like, you know, we take our raw files and then we like put them down to fucking like much more downloadable formats that that can be downloaded faster and they take up less space on your phone and as a result they're they're less high quality um and everybody does that that's like industry standard uh but it's just interesting because like even that is so much better than of course like 8-bit and 16-bit and so it's just a really interesting process to see how clarity and depth can be uh expressed to these different technologies as they grow so like all right guys let's make a game that they just they go through all the different eras of time. This doesn't sound like a large undertaking at all. Um, we should do it, right? <laughs> we should do it. Okay.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I don't think I've seen a style transition like they have in this game in other games before. Um I can think of like smaller nods in this direction, I guess. Uh like there are some games and actually movies have done this, uh, where they're or series where they'll transition to like a different style for telling a story, or like a flashback. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess like Crypto the like Necrodancer. Like going to or... full
3: color when you teleport to a different world.
2: Yeah, uh, Crypto the Necrodancer also has in like the third zone. It has like two versions of the soundtrack that transition in and out depending on whether you're in the icy part or the lava-y part. Um, that's kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't Another think game I haven't played. Seen something that. Does it like in this really
1: integral way, I guess. Yeah. And it's cool. I just I wish they would keep going with it. Like I want them to get all the way to like like I said, like the like three D. Like go three D and like go to like modern. They'd be so fucking can't bad.
0: wait till we're playing Street Fighter at the end of this game. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> well they, they will keep going with it, but not in the way you're you're predicting. Okay. Oh, and if they do, we'll ask you about it. I don't know. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Cool. It just turns into cyberpunk at the end. It does. <laughs>
1: and then it just yeah. And then it just has a bunch of bugs and disappoints. Cars falling from the sky. Yeah, exactly. Guy.
2: Yeah. Well, actually, the soldier died because of a bug. Like
1: he just ragdolled off of the cliff into yeah. The exactly, dude. I I, I want the Marvel. soldier gameplay, sense. bro. He gets a gun. Did you guys see that shit though? Yeah, charges laser. Yeah. Yeah. That was the I Metroid we were be part of Metroid thing.
0: Uh, the soldier. But yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: There's still time, I guess. Who knows? Yeah, because cause the soldier would then be Contra, kinda. Like that's that's more of that style, which is like 2D and you like shoot or whatever. Do you guys know you guys know Contra? Yeah. I've like seen mm-hmm. it ever. And I remember being like, no. This shit's alright. <laughs> like the same thing with like fucking what's that other one? Where like you're it's like metal slug? Is that what it is? Metal slug. Jesus. Oh, my. That one I don't know. Oh. I don't know that Oh, one. look it up, no you guys. Idea. And or I'm saying it wrong. But I think if we take it full circle, we're all boomers today. And maybe forever. For the rest of our lives, unfortunately. It's a sickness that will afflict all of us. It's like, what's that fucking skin? It'll happen to you, too. I don't know if that's. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just, I'm just, I'm a doomsday podcast. <laughs>
1: anything else you guys i feel like we we did a nice good first section of it i think
0: yeah i mean i'm excited to play play the rest of this now like and i usually i was worried there for a bit that i wouldn't feel as enthused for the second week of this game as the first week only because of the difficulty uh but i'm really enjoying it and uh after having played uh about you know 30 minutes into the next section I'm really liking some of the the concepts that this uh, that this game is going for in regards to uh, just puzzles and whatnot so I'll be excited to talk about it next week
1: yeah nice. and I think this must be a sign that because I definitely like this is not the hardest platform ever at least not so far right but it's certainly not an easy platform or anything so if you ever needed more evidence that you've grown in skill set in this category, uh i mean in, in having gotten here and potentially enjoyed it
0: question mark like
1: is is a pretty good indicator
0: <laughs> i don't want to die <laughs> great improvement <laughs> exactly
1: exactly no seriously and i actually i i will i will take the other side and i'll say i will see what happens but i am a little nervous for the difficulty in the second half of this but we shall see personally i am just because mm-hmm. um my my thumbs and their sequences are there's a limit there's a limit. So,
2: I mean, there are definitely some more difficult bosses. Um I think they mostly put the crazy difficulty into the power seal
1: rooms. For the ridiculously overpowered weapon in that fucking chest. Yeah. Yeah. Well oh, that okay, that's the last thing I want to say on the difficulty is that yeah, I, I would agree with people that like I mostly breeze through some of the rooms, although every once in a while there's one room that's like hard and I have to like really focus on it. But the bosses are like hard in a way and they definitely are harder but they're not like super hard i would say and they definitely don't have like infinite health even though you slash them a lot like i maybe i'm just like thinking of hollow knight or whatever the fuck but like a these bosses feel reasonable and manageable like when you figure the sequences out i feel like if you can get your damage in and you can keep it up like you can beat them so that is that is nice i would say uh for sure yeah
2: and I- I think they did a really good job of like scaling the difficulty where they like gradually get more difficult and complicated um i think mainly when it feels really difficult when you hit a new boss is just because you've been under using some mechanic that it's trying to sort of give you a um a use case for i guess yeah
1: yeah awesome yeah James, you said i
0: would like cool. to thank dark souls for this yep. uh for boss fights only because i feel like dark souls had helped me recognize boss patterns and therefore get into the perfecting mindset of i don't know i feel like i i die a lot to these bosses only because it's like i lose one health i'm like well this runs scrapped mm-hmm. let's just die mm-hmm. let's let's <laughs> restart mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. but uh i don't know it's I feel like that has also helped me excel in these types of games as well. Just like
1: the mindset of like learning and perfecting Um, as opposed to just like, why did I not press X a bunch and win question mark? How the fuck am I supposed to do something else?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Recognizing the patterns, knowing phase indicators a lot better, um, and then, you know, still what I think one thing this game does that Dark Souls does not is just the the hitboxes are still a little small in this game. So it's like, oh, well, I whiffed. Well, fuck me. <laughs> Dark Souls, I can at least dodge roll away and be like, reset. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah. <laughs> Ginger, says to say something, sorry.
3: I was going to say uh, your health is a resource. Um, and it can definitely help you cheese through
1: some rooms with a lot of spikes. Yeah. Yeah, or Yeah. or if you get hit, sometimes yeah. you can just use your invulnerability frames where you're like, ow, and flashing to like fall through just the most ridiculous setup of like bullshit. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you can also yeah. use the hit and
2: recover jump as an extra jump. Hmm?
1: So it's like <laughs> yeah. poor man's yeah, cloud yeah,
2: yeah, jump, yeah. get hit by the projectile <laughs> and then jump. <laughs> Yep. I have definitely done
0: some trades like that where I'm like reasonable. Yeah, we recovered. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I,
1: absolutely. And I, I actually, I, I I will just say I fucking love the health I like mechanic and the damage mechanic in this game where it's like you can be a really conservative player and do your absolute best to keep it full all the time, and then you can have what appears to be just a gigantic l- like lapse in skill <laughs> for like. <laughs> 10 seconds where just like floundering happens and all sorts of damage gets and you're just like what the fuck and you're trying to hit a creature and it hits you and then you bounce back and then you don't see this other thing and it hits you and you're like okay that's what i was saving all my health for was for that travesty right there recover <laughs> reset now let's play hella clean out here let's get some health on the way and we're good to go <laughs> yep absolutely agreed well all right, let's do it. Let's hit that stop button. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. And on the next uh, episode, yeah. which will probably be late also, so deal with that or something, um, we will hopefully have finished this game. Or perhaps we won't, and we'll talk about how hard it was and et cetera. But- <laughs>
0: we'll start the next episode with me being like, I fucking hate the messenger. <laughs> I hate
1: everything they're doing with all these mechanics. Also, follow us
3: on Instagram. Yeah. Wait, so if it's hard enough to
2: cry, does that mean Alina comes?
1: Yeah, but she has to actually play. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) It's a great idea, but no, she has to play. If I cry, will she come? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) We'll see you next week. All right.
0: All right. Okay.
1: Yeah.